0: Everybody, and welcome back to the Counselor's Couch. I'm your host, Calvin Williams, licensed professional counselor. You know, I realized something about myself recently. I tend to blame people for some of the silliest of things, and I kind of do it habitually. You know, at times I'm doing it just to joke around or to make light of something, but then there are times in my life that I have blamed others for my circumstances and life decisions. You know, I'm not sure if those of you listening to this podcast can relate or not but I believe we all have a tendency to blame others for something. And you may not even realize it, but what's wrong with blame? Especially if somebody has done something, don't they deserve the blame? I'm not sure. Maybe they do, or maybe they don't. So that's what I think we're going to explore today. Let's talk about blame. Let's talk about fault. Let's talk about victimization, but let's also talk about responsibility, accountability, healing, and being set free. Can we actually explore all of these concepts at the same time? Well, I believe it's imperative that we do, because they're all connected in some way, and in order to truly be set free from whatever may be holding you back from your journey, your growth, your healing, or your life, we have to start here. You know, this may not be a comfortable session, and some of it may be difficult to hear, but I want you to know that everything I share comes from a place of compassion, I am truly compassionate for those of you struggling with hurt, anger, abuse, and trauma. So please don't mistake honesty and directness with lack of compassion, because they're completely different. It's my compassion that drives me to encourage you to be free and to take your power back from whatever may be holding you in place, even if it's yourself. But... Before we get started, let me remind you again nothing provided in this podcast implies a therapeutic relationship between counselor and client. It is solely for education and entertainment. Counseling can help you overcome challenges, enhance your relationships, and develop skills to lead the life you want. If you're considering therapy, then please reach out to a trained, licensed professional in your community. If you are interested in seeking counseling in the Monroe, Louisiana area, or if you live anywhere in Louisiana, And you are interested in participating in teletherapy with state approved professionals, then contact the providers at HealthPoint Center. Change starts here. Psychology and Counseling Services. HealthPoint is a collaboration of independent professionals who are dedicated to improving your quality of life and guiding you on a positive path toward change. That's HealthPoint Center, located at 1818 Avenue of America, Monroe, Louisiana. So call today to inquire about services, providers, or to book an appointment at area code 318-998-2700. Well, it's that time again, so pull up a cushion, kick off your shoes, and grab a cup of coffee. Let's get started with the session. Blame. To assign responsibility for a fault or a wrong. Sounds like a simple definition, doesn't it? Haven't you ever blamed someone or something in your life? It's highly likely that you have. Maybe you blamed the dog for making a mess of your room as a child, or you blamed a sibling for breaking mom's lamp. Perhaps you blamed a co-worker for messing up a spreadsheet and delaying your timeline on a huge project, or even deeper. Maybe you blamed your wife for you having an affair, or blamed your parents for your lack of motivation, blamed an abuser for intimacy issues, or even blamed God for your life circumstances. (laughs) Wow. Wow. We went really deep, really quickly, from blaming the dog to blaming God. But it happens that quickly, especially when we have a history of making the art of the blame our go-to coping mechanism. Yep, I said it. Our go-to coping mechanism. So what's the purpose in blame? There must be some reason we use it. What is our goal? Do we blame in general to give explanations to or for something? Do we blame to avoid? Oh. Now, there's probably something there that we may need to unpack. Maybe we blame simply because it's easy. It's less work for me. It's not my problem. It's yours. In general, people blame as a defense mechanism. Now, some therapists believe that we use blame as a way of preserving our own sense of self-esteem, and by avoiding awareness of our flaws and shortcomings, we will do that. But does that really work? Deep down inside, I believe you know what you're doing is deflection and avoidance. So does it really preserve our self-esteem or quietly sabotage our internal belief system? Unless you're a sociopath and devoid of emotion, most people will experience a discomfort when they knowingly do something that's against their core beliefs. And unless you have a core belief that makes it all right to blame everyone for everything in your life, which may actually be the case subconsciously, then you're not actually preserving your self-worth or your self-esteem. So essentially, blame is a defense mechanism that allows us to avoid accepting personal responsibility for our behavior, for our changes, and even for our life. It's the ultimate easy path. I mean, think about it. There's little effort exerted to identify our own role in the situation. It takes energy and effort to accept something own our behaviors, and make much-needed changes in our life. And who wants to do that? Who wants to get better? Who wants to set themselves free from years of self-imposed bondage? Who wants to have better relationships, opportunities, goals, success, and peace? Well, that would be crazy. Now, I hope you get the sarcasm in my voice. If not, then let me be clear. I'm being sarcastic. However, Before I get too far into this episode, I want to take some time to clarify a couple of things. People do bad things, and people hurt people. This is a fact of the world that we live in, and I hope I haven't ruined the ending of the book for you, but it's true. It's been that way since the beginning of time. Now, I say this not to minimize any pain or trauma that somebody else may be experiencing. I say it to begin the conversation of taking our control back and taking our lives back. As I've mentioned in previous episodes, it's not about what happens to you that defines you. It's what you do with what happens to you that matters. The way people treat you is a reflection of their character, not a reflection of yours. Now, remember that, so I'm going to repeat that. The way people treat you is a reflection of their character, their character, not a reflection of yours. Now, what does this have to do with our discussion on blame? Well, there are times that blame is justified because what someone did was wrong. Yes, they are at fault. No one asked to be abused, hurt, abandoned, rejected, cheated on, lied to, or mentally tortured. Whether the abuse is physical, emotional, mental, or sexual, abuse is never a desire of the person being abused. And I want to be very, very clear on this matter. It's not up for debate, and I really don't care if you disagree with me. No one wants to be a victim. So that being said, it's important that we also recognize when we are choosing to remain the victim by re-victimizing ourselves with the blame game. We blame the abuse or trauma for our fear of commitment. We blame it for our lack of motivation and drive. We blame it for our behavior towards others. We assign blame, but then we stop and we camp out in the victim role. Let me say this and say it clearly, so please listen. Things will never change in your life if you remain in the victim role. This role is designed to continue the victimization of ourselves. It will become a self-imposed narrative for your life by continuing to blame others for your situation. Things will only change when you own your issues. You are where you are as a result of your circle of control, your words, your thoughts, your actions. Remember, it's not about what happened to you. It's about what you're doing with what happened to you. You know, one of my favorite analogies is the baby on the front porch. If you wake up tomorrow morning and there's a baby on your front porch, it's not your fault that it's there, but it's sure as hell your responsibility. What are you going to do with it? Now, again, I want to reiterate that this is not about me lacking compassion for someone's issues. It's actually my compassion for people that drives this declaration, encouraging you to take your power back. You know, what's really interesting, and actually ironic, is that blaming as a form of avoidance doesn't really work anyway. Avoidance actually blocks you from your goals and robs you of your life. At the core of most avoidant behavior lies the desire not to feel uncomfortable or get hurt. That's it. Nobody wants to feel uncomfortable. Why? What's wrong with feeling uncomfortable? Well, I'll tell you. Nothing. Feeling uncomfortable is a part of the human existence. It's not failure. I'm not broken, wrong, or crazy. I'm just human. However, what I do with the discomfort is what's important. By blaming others for our past or something else, we are attempting to avoid feeling the discomfort often required to make a change in our life. I mean, think about it this way. You ever sat in a chair that was uncomfortable? So what did you do? Did you stay there in the discomfort or did you get up and move? The discomfort is motivation to make a change. Blaming the chair manufacturer for our discomfort is not helpful. Perhaps they are at fault. Maybe they just make terrible chairs. It's what it is. Blame if you need to, assign fault, but then you are responsible for getting up and moving. That is within your circle of control, your words, your thoughts, and your actions. You know, left to its own design, the human brain will automatically work to avoid discomfort. I mean, it makes sense. We don't run headfirst into uncomfortable situations. We will work to avoid pain, heartbreak, failure, risk, change, and even success. Why? Because these things can hurt. They require work. Effort, awkward moments, mistakes, and a truckload full of other behaviors, encounters, and processes. Consider this. When we avoid making a decision, we are attempting to avoid the pain associated with making a mistake. When we avoid trusting people, we're attempting to avoid having our trust betrayed and being hurt. When we avoid taking responsibility, we are attempting to avoid the effort it takes to do the work or the possibility of failure. You know, I think it's important to own our issues, so I want you to know it's normal for a human being to seek comfort over discomfort. You're not crazy for wanting to avoid pain. However, the fact is, you're attempting to avoid the unavoidable. It is impossible to avoid discomfort or pain. Now, I'm sorry I have to be the bearer of this bad news, but welcome to the planet. I'll be your guide. If you recall, in the past, I have mentioned that human beings are hardwired to be problem solvers. It's in your DNA. It's what has allowed us to maintain our existence on this planet. We problem solve. If we are designed to problem solve, well, there must be a reason. So what could it be? It's because we will experience problems. That's a fact. You will experience problems at some point and sometime. Accepting this as a part of our existence now frees us up to navigate the moment and engage our problem-solving skills. Unfortunately, you'll never do this if you focus on avoiding something that's actually unavoidable. It just doesn't work. Think about it this way. When you avoid making a decision to avoid making a mistake, well, you're actually making a decision. It's true. You actually made a decision to remain passive in your life and to make no changes. This then leaves the outcome up to what? To who? The universe, fate, luck, God? Bull. It was your responsibility. You made a decision, grounded in avoidance, which leads to an outcome that you didn't want. And therefore, you see it as a mistake. But that's all right, because now I can blame it on the universe, fate, luck, or God, and continue my pattern of self-sabotage and avoidance. So my question is, did you really avoid making a mistake or avoid discomfort? No, you perpetuated it, you manifested it, you created it, because you still had to deal with the shit anyway. You still don't believe me? Then let's look at another example. What happens when we make the effort to avoid trusting people? You know, I get it. When we've been hurt by someone else's inability to be trustworthy, it stings, it hurts. So many people make a decision not to trust again, because then I can avoid experiencing the pain of being betrayed. Really? First of all, I'm not even sure if it's possible to not trust. I mean, we live in a world that requires trust, but that's an episode for a later date. Let's say you make the decision not to trust again. Now, I'm not sure if you know this or not, but lack of trust leads to isolation, withdrawal, and disconnect from others which then leads to creating loneliness, fear, and hurt. So did it work? No. Blame and avoidance often go hand in hand, but we can separate them. In fact, we need to separate them. Perhaps someone is to blame for intentionally hurting me, abusing me, manipulating me, or taking advantage of me in some way. Yes, what they did was wrong. The exciting news is that I'm responsible for where I go after I blame. Do I wait for them to acknowledge the wrongdoing? Well, if you are, then you're likely to be waiting a long time, and you have then placed your life in the hands of the person that hurt you. It's like someone's been hitting me with a stick for years, and now I've gotten older, and I'm out of this situation. I am becoming empowered to take care of me. But before I go, I stop and pick up the stick that they've been using on me and take it with me. I may even ask for pointers on how to keep beating myself with the same stick. Living in blame does just that. We continue to remain a victim by getting stuck in the blame. Blame if you need. Blame to assign fault. But then take ownership of your life and begin a healing process of change. Take responsibility. Take action. Learn something new. Nothing changes if nothing changes and blame does not lend itself to change. Again, I want to reiterate that I am not without compassion. I acknowledge the pain and the struggle, but to allow you to stay there would be lacking compassion. I would be saying, it's all right to not have a healthy relationship because you were hurt, and I'm not willing to do that. You deserve to have a healthy relationship even after a history of abuse. You deserve to get better, have opportunities, find success, grow, and change? Perhaps it's your blame that's not allowing you to move past the hurt and begin to heal. Perhaps it's my blame that leads to avoidance and self-sabotaging behaviors. I can tell you this, sitting around and waiting for things to get better doesn't work. Time does not heal all wounds. Time and action are what heals all wounds. Well, along with antibiotics or stitches if necessary. Your actions define your path forward. Now, is this easy? Not at all. It's work. It's effort. And it's a struggle. But isn't that what you're doing already? Working to stay the same by avoiding responsibility and blaming others for your situation, your relationships, and your life. By owning our current situation, we take responsibility for it. And therefore, we can do something about it. You're not expected to do it alone. If you could, then you probably would have already done it we have to rally our support system. Support that is dedicated to helping you move forward, not help designed to keep you stagnant and a victim. So many people tell me when I say this that they just can't find any support. Maybe it's where you're looking and what you're looking for that's the problem. It's amazing that we will dismiss the feedback of 10 people offering encouragement in order to find that one person, that agrees with the negative concept or belief that we have about ourselves. It's part of the process to victimize ourselves. We will construct the world to match our beliefs in self, rather than work to challenge the belief. We avoid personal responsibility. Taking responsibility means we acknowledge the active role we play in our own life. We refuse to stay stuck in the blame. This is the first step towards taking your life back. Ownership. Stop the blame game. It doesn't work for your new life. It only serves to keep you exactly where you are at the moment. Next, stop with the excuses. We create excuses through rationalization and justification for our continued patterns of avoidance. Excuses can be your first reaction to situations, even when you start the change process. It's all right to simply be honest. Hey, I was late to the meeting because I didn't leave early enough. Then you can work to make changes in your behavior. Believe it or not, this is actually different than blaming it on traffic and using traffic as an excuse. I will own my behavior, which puts me in the driver's seat, and then I'm capable of making the changes needed. An excuse allows me to give the power away to something outside of my control, unless you can control traffic, and if you can, then please let me know what your secret is. You cannot control traffic, but we can control our responses to traffic by leaving the house earlier and therefore making it to the meeting on time. Taking responsibility for our life can lead to much-needed clarity regarding what you want from your life. Yes, it can be a challenge, but we are ultimately responsible for the outcome and the direction. The car doesn't actually take you to the store unless you drive it there. Even a self-driving vehicle has to get the destination from you. However, you'll not get anywhere by blaming others and making excuses for your behaviors. Well, it seems we've reached the end of our session today, and again, I want to tell you how grateful I am that you choose to spend this time with me. And As you move forward this week, I encourage you to reflect on the life you're living. Are you where you want to be? If not, then consider the role you have played in getting here. Have you been blaming the world, others, or life for your outcome? Well, stop blaming and accept responsibility. Take ownership. When you do that, you will experience a shift from victim to overcomer. Now you can view your life from another perspective and actively take a role in what you do with it. You also want to avoid complaining. It really is just another form of the same blame game and keeps you in a victim role. When we complain, our focus is on what went wrong, and we often miss out on the lesson we could have learned from the situation. Oftentimes, as we confront the blame game and take responsibility, we must address the issue that everything is not about me. Believe it or not, I am not the center of the universe. I know it's disappointing to say, but it's a reality. This is why I emphasize that the way someone treats you is a reflection of them and not a reflection of you. Stop taking it personal. By making the assumption that everyone else's actions are about us, we avoid taking personal responsibility for our own happiness. It's not someone else's responsibility to validate my feelings. It's my own responsibility. Happiness does not come from external influencers. It actually comes from within. We can attain it by problem solving, practicing gratitude, and living in the present moment. We will never reach it by blaming others for our circumstances, living in the past, and avoiding personal responsibility. In fact, you may want to ask yourself, how is that working for you so far? I also want to encourage you to go back to our first episode and focus on strategies to live your life intentionally. You have the power of choice. Make every effort to choose intentionally by making decisions in alignment with your values and the life that you really want. Living intentionally is really about moving forward in my life and making the changes required to reach my goals, become the person you were meant to be. Now, today, I want to leave you with a quote from one of my favorite actors, Keanu Reeves. If you have been brutally broken, but still have the courage to be gentle with other living beings, then you're a badass with a heart of an angel. Remember, folks, you're not alone. Live intentionally, love daily, and laugh often. Don't forget, new episodes drop regularly, so please subscribe and follow me. And please take a moment and leave a review. These things really do matter more than you know, and they allow us to improve or adjust the show as needed. Let me know what you think. If you have any questions or comments about this podcast, you can email them directly to calvin at calvincwilliamslpc.com, or you can reach me on Facebook at Williams Professional Counseling Services, LLC. You can even check out my website, www.calvincwilliamslpc.com. Or if you'd like to schedule a therapy session with me, contact us at HealthPoint Center, area code 318-998-2700. I always look forward to hearing from listeners, so please feel free to submit topics of interest, comments, or questions. Thanks again for stopping by, and remember, folks, there's always room for you on the counselor's couch.